The Film Guide with Sam and Chris, part of the St. Albans podcast with Danny Smith. Well, it's Friday, so that means only one thing. It is the St. Albans Film Guide. And this time, this is going to be the fourth iteration, fourth and final iteration of the new presenting structure. This time, it's the St. Albans Film Guide with Sam and Chris. I am Chris, and in the hot seat today, we have producer Sam. Hi, Sam. Hello, Chris, friend of the show, local film fan. Yes, it is I, local film fan, Chris Aikman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I feel I am feeling rather chilly in this hot seat as the weather has taken a plunge. We've gone back to March now, and mm. uh, I don't like it. Uh, so, but no, let's let's warm ourselves up by by talking a bit about film. And so, as always in part one, uh, we like to discuss what's new at the cinema this week. So, Sam, what's uh, in the cinema? Well, uh, week beginning. Well. I suppose not beginning, but week of the 25th of June. So today, uh, as we record, is the 25th of June. And so, yeah, looking forward for this week, we have a couple of films um, coming out that, you know, there are a few others, but, you know, major releases. Fast and Furious 9, can you believe it? You're such a big fan of this series, I know. I have seen none of these movies. (laughs) Well, I can tell you that this uh-huh. is this is the first one of the um the 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 films that got all got pushed back um when when the pandemic first started all got pushed back and kept getting pushed back and pushed back and this was actually was quite early on they said no we're just going to remove it to next year rather than pushing it back by a few months and a few months and they foresaw the you know issues yes they i think they did they was like no we're just going to put it to next year and uh i'm not i'm not going to say it's a guilty pleasure because i'm not guilty about it I really like the Fast and the Furious movies. There, I said it. Well, uh, for those who, like myself, have no clue, um, stars include uh, Vin Diesel, Mr. Triple X himself, Michelle Rodriguez of Resident Evil fame, and probably some other stuff that I've not seen her in, but big fan. (laughs) You can name (laughs) that one movie of hers. I want to say she was in Avatar. She is in Avatar, yeah. There we go. And I'm not familiar uh, with uh, Jordana Brewster. Do you um, have a... Yes, yeah, she's in many of the other Fast and Furious movies. Right. Okay, yeah. that's probably why I'm not familiar. Yeah. Um, so uh, she's she's the... uh, Vin Diesel's sister. Right. Okay, cool. Um, so these character names are obviously lost on myself, but those who are familiar, the, assen- the essentially the, the, I don't know, synopsis of the plot is that Cypher, which Char- I thought was... Charlie's Theron. Ah, right. I thought that was something to do with codes normally, but okay. Cypher enlists the help of Jacob, Dom's younger brother, to take revenge on Dom and his team. So, you know, bit of family love in the movies this week. Well, that's that's what, that's, as everyone knows, is what the Fast and the Furious movies are all about. They're about family. If you've ever seen a Fast and the Furious movie, they say family about 30 times throughout the film. It's about family. this one's about revenge on said family. I, I supposedly. I, I'm waiting to see how how it all ends up. So so Jacob, wow. played by John Cena, is Dom's of younger brother. Fame. D- mm. Dom's younger brother that we didn't know about until this movie. Right. Yeah, they just introduced it. You've got a brother now. I mean, that's like a neighbors scenario. It like, is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They're very similar. Anyway. Yeah. Very the furious I mean, neighbors. Given the number of iterations of the Fast and Furious, it's it's, it's breaching on soap territory at this point. I feel it is. It's what's what's incredible about the Fast and Furious movies is that the first one 
is about like a gang of illegal street racers in LA and they're like occasionally steal stuff. And it's very low key compared to how it is now turned up, which is them like saving the world and like flying cars and driving faster than away from submarines on ice lakes. And sure, I mean, I feel like I'm here for it having never seen it, but yeah, I'm here for You're it. You're looking for it. You're looking forward to it, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, for those who you know have never seen a Fast and Furious movie, maybe this is the place to start. Maybe I'll start here. Yeah, I think you should. We'll report back okay. when uh, with your review on this next time we're Indeed. on. Indeed, yes. Uh, the other release um, that I've got down here is a movie called Supernova. Not to do with space, as far as I'm aware. Did you um, get really fact, excited? Yeah, I saw it and I thought, this is brilliant. This is up my street. Not that this... not that the actual movie what it is about is not on my street but you know it's not to do with space which is that's fine but we have um again some very famous stars colin firth stanley tucci and pippa hayward who i'm not familiar with <laughs> are you familiar with pippa's work not Chris? not off the top of my head no okay so two big stars and a third lady um who <laughs> may or may not have had many other film appearances she was in green wing and she was recently in, in Bodyguard. And... Okay. So she's, yeah, she's, oh, she, she's, she's been a about. fairly prolific uh, actor. Fantastic. Oh, um, she's, so... she's local. She's from Hatfield. Well, there we are. I mean, it is the St. Albans Film Guide after all. Yeah. yeah. Slash Hertfordshire nearby places. Yeah. We'll, we'll include them. So we have Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci, who are in a long term relationship um, of the characters Sam and Tusker, and they are traveling across England in their old RV to visit friends and family um, and places from their past. And this is due to the fact that Tusker has recently been diagnosed with early onset dementia. And so, of course, their time together is most important, given, you know, the degenerative nature of uh, the disease. So, romantic drama. With, I'm sure, some very hard hitting scenes and such. And and as you say, like two absolutely terrific actors in the lead roles there. I, I Stanley Tucci is one of those actors for me that sort of elevates whatever he's in, even if it's you know a Transformers movie, which he's done a few of now. Okay, so his, his scenes are at least bearable. Okay, so if you enjoyed the Transformers movie, maybe this one's for you as well. Yeah, that's a bit more serious. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so those are the two movies out in cinema, you know, that have got quite a big wide release. Wonderful. Hi, I'm Elspeth Jackman, inviting you to listen to my podcast One to One with Elspeth. Find a local person with a story and I'll be there to draw out all those little details you want to know about. If I'm fascinated, so will you be. Each week I'll be talking to an interesting character who has a tale to tell. And the beauty of it is you can listen whenever you want to. To find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for the St. Albans Podcast. Alternatively, go to stalbanspodcast.com slash Elspeth. That's One to One with Elspeth, part of the St. Albans podcast in association with the Hearts Advertiser. You never know, you could be my next guest. Right, now, as always, part two is what is new to streaming. So, Sam, what is new to streaming? Well, Chris, 
we have got a few uh, movies out on Netflix coming out and one on um, Prime Video to discuss also. So let's start with Netflix. We have an animation, uh, America, the motion picture. Okay. So this is uh, looks quite fun. Um, it's sort of got sci-fi elements, history, lots of different sort of genres, I guess, rolled into one. Like you can do lots of different things with animation, of course. And it has a lot of all-star cast, a lot of uh, quite prominent cast. And it's from the makers, writers or directors and or both, all of the above, <laughs> uh, from... Uh, who did uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and... The Lego Movie? The Lego Movie, thank you. Yes, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are uh, producers. Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, they also did. Yeah, this, so this is, I believe, a sort of alternate history of America um, told in sort of, yeah, sci-fi, lots of guns sort of blowing up. All, all of George Washington and Samuel Adams and all those historical figures are all big macho men, I believe, fighting yeah, off the British single-handedly. And like you say, it's a sort of a, an alternate history where they've kind of brought like future technologies into the past, and uh, yeah, so it does seem to be yeah, just sort of a play on on all of that that sort of very well trodden path. And and like you say, it does have a um, great cast. Uh, Channing Tatum, Jason Manzukis, Olivia Munn, uh, Will Forte, uh, Simon Pegg, Andy Samberg. That's a it's a good cast of voice actors there. Mm. So yeah, I think um, certainly something that could be uh, of interest. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend for younger viewers because the trailer itself had quite a few uh, curse words. Um, so perhaps uh, yeah, it's not necessarily meant for younger audiences i don't think okay but i couldn't find a rating um certification uh for it so i'm not sure what it's actually rated at yeah so netflix certifications are always just sort of age rating like um sort of 16 plus i think and things like that so it yeah, sounds like it, it'll be like a 16 plus yeah i think so i think so based on the on the trailer i would imagine that's correct yeah so another one we have is called Primetime, and this uh, is a foreign language film. It's Polish, um, so maybe something uh, for your club, maybe, Chris, potentially. That's the um, uh, Where To Next Club, where we mm. watch films in a, a language that's not English. But let's not talk about that now. This is not, not my episode. This is your episode, but thank you for the plug. Sure. I mean, yeah, just a call back to that. <laughs> So this has been nominated uh, at Sundance for um, the drama category in world cinema. And essentially it follows the story of a late teens uh, man who uh, sort of, I, I don't think he breaks into, but he is um, walks onto the set of a uh, television, live television show um, and demands to have his message heard uh, by, you know, with guns and other like force and such. Mm. So from the so from the trailer of this, it did seem quite similar to um, a George Clooney, uh, Julia Roberts movie called Money Monster, yeah. which um, is very similar premise where uh, a man comes onto George um, George Clooney's character. 
He is like advisor is probably a very loose word um, on like stocks and money and all this sort of thing on like a daytime television program. And this person comes in having, you know, watched his show, lost a lot of money on an investment that he recommended and is now demanding things uh, based on that. So it does seem to be sort of similar to that, whether it's which is also quite a dramatic movie, obviously. Mm. But obviously it remains to be seen because we haven't seen this one yet. But I thought it sounded quite interesting. Sure. Always good to uh, expand our horizons beyond the English Mm -hmm. language. Absolutely. And the last one that I found uh, coming out on Netflix is a documentary called Audible. And this is quite an immersive coming-of-age documentary, uh, which uh, follows the sort of life of a high school athlete who goes to a uh, school for the deaf in America. And of course, um, having you know hard of uh, having hearing impairment brings its own issues. But once they leave school, they have to then integrate into the the world of the hearing, as it were. You know. We don't make that many concessions for people who are hard of hearing in our day-to-day lives. Those of us who have hearing uh, don't ha- that don't have hearing impairment, and so it's about that and his coming of age. Um, people, you know, having to stand up to a- adversity and face conflict. And so I thought it was really important to share that this kind of uh, documentary was coming out because we are starting now to get these kind of stories come through. Plenty of people have had these stories throughout history and we're only just starting to hear some of them now. So yeah, I think that'll be an interesting watch. No, I'm certainly add that to our uh, Netflix queue. And over to uh, Prime Video, we have a Liam Neeson epic. I'm assuming it's an epic. Well, it's um, got Liam that's Neeson all he... in it, so yeah. Exactly. That's that's his that's his genre, I would say. Um, if you're <laughs> going to create a genre, it's epic. So this is called Ice Road, and Liam Neeson is a ice road driver. So I've seen a couple of episodes of Ice Road Truckers. I yeah. don't know about yourself, Chris. Uh, I've I've seen sort of one or two here or there. Yeah. So it's sort of a you know people may well have caught an episode or two. So it seems to be sort of that sort of a thing where. After a remote diamond mine is has collapsed in the far north of Canada, then you know people with special skills being able to drive large, heavy rescue equipment over dangerous ice roads. I'm assuming it's a very Armageddon style. Get the people with the skills to the place where the skills are needed. <laughs> dangerous journey in between, and hopefully save the world slash the miners who are trapped in the mine. Yeah, so it's a slightly smaller have, scale disaster than Armageddon. Yeah, but for the people involved, it's it's their Armageddon. That, that's true. It's, Armageddon. Yeah. yeah. So we have Liam Neeson, as we've mentioned, and uh, Lawrence, Fish, uh, Lawrence Fishburne is in there, and mm. Marcus Thomas, who personally I'm not familiar with. Chris, do you know of Marcus Thomas? Not off the top of my head, no. Sorry. Okay, well, he is in there as well. So, <laughs> great. And that's all. that's all I have for... Releases on streaming services this week, this month. Cool. Right, welcome to part three, which uh, in the new new format of the Friday Film Guide is it's down to Sam and her choice for what she wants to do. What have you come up with, Sam, as your part three, your unique and imaginative? Part three. For those of you who may not have picked up on this already, 
I am a big horror fan. That, yep. Yes, you are. And so I was thinking, you know, horror doesn't necessarily always get to see a lot of the limelight. It doesn't often get nominated at award ceremonies and things. Um, same with like sci-fis, I guess, as well. It's sort of like a category that should be celebrated more. And I can completely understand why some people are not into it. You know, it's exploring some of our deepest, darkest fears. It shows us some of our the most horrific things that can happen to people. So, you know, if this isn't for you, then I can completely understand. Um, but hopefully we can um, talk a little bit about it and hopefully shed a bit of light on some of some some films and 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 sort of categories of horror and things like that. Uh, so I was trying to come up with a catchy title because everyone else has come up with a, a catchy part three title. So I've gone for Friday Fright Night. I think that's a very good one. Sums Thank it up you. nicely. Thank you. So so yeah, we'll we'll um we'll talk a little bit about about a a movie um that I've picked. I'll try and pick ones that are, you know, easily accessible to people probably on Netflix or um, Prime Video or possibly even a free-to-air television movie that obviously, you know, would be recommended uh, in the next section of the podcast. So the plan is that you're going to each month that you're on every four weeks talk about a particular movie and today you're going to tell people what uh, you're going to talk about next time so we can sort of watch it together yeah yeah that's right this month's friday fright night movie is going to be ma that's ma as in mother i guess um so this is a movie which is available uh, to stream on netflix it stars um the always amazing Octavia Spencer, and she is playing a character uh, of the name Ma, and she is sort of in a role where she's agreed to buy alcohol for younger people who obviously can't because it's um, illegal at this point, and uh, she um, allows them also to come and have a party in her basement. Uh, but then her hospitality turns into obsession. So obviously something uh, starts to go awry and this becomes a big part of her life and she doesn't want to let it go, perhaps. And so um, Netflix often puts up, you know, if you're if you've if you've if you're familiar with Netflix, you'll know it has like this sort of screensaver if you've left it on too long and haven't picked anything where it'll put up um, like an, a still image from the film, the title and like three description, descriptive words about what, you know, what you might expect from that movie. So for this one, it is violent, scary and suspenseful. <laughs> so That's what you need to know, really. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, it ticks all of the boxes for a horror movie. Um, it does... It does have a genre of thriller as well. So, I mean, a lot of horror films do fall under sort of a thriller category as well, of course. Um, and this is rated at a 15. And it also uh, came out in 2019. Um, and it's about an hour and 39 minutes long. So it's not uh, a super long movie, um, you know, compared to some these days. But yeah, I think the trailer I just watched, um, it does seem, you know, she does seem like kind of a, what would the word be? 
like quite persuasive she's trying to be so she's obviously bumped into these group of teens that she's already interacted with at some point earlier in the movie but obviously this is just the trailer and she's saying oh hi guys you know we I've got this um beer pong table set up and we can go and you know some more booze and a party and they're all kind of like um we got homework ma you know it's a school night and they're not they're not super keen so clearly they feel like she's pushing a boundary that they're not comfortable with at this point um you know it was good one time so yeah we'll i think i think that octavia spencer will really bring a lot to this role because she's always amazing in everything anyway so i'm excited to see it now um long time uh, listeners to the st Albans podcast uh might know that uh, as much as sam might not want to admit it um we are a couple and uh, this is probably <laughs> where our tastes diverge the most in in that Sam loves horror movies and you know there there are some horror movies that I really like and there's one I consider um, to be one of my favorite films of all time which is John Carpenter's The Thing but I really don't like watching them generally they don't I don't enjoy the adrenaline and all that and yet you can't get enough of them yet also at the same time it's almost sort of it doesn't make sense. You don't seem to get scared by them. So you're not enjoying the scare. I'm hard as nails, Chris, that's why. That's what it, well, no, okay. This is another, <laughs> another peek into your uh, film-watching ratio. Uh-huh. There are other films we've watched uh-huh. with far lower stakes um, where you, I've heard you go, <gasps> or like gasp, or in Nomadland... There's one scene that involves some broken plates and stuff, and that's got a bigger reaction out of you than <laughs> I've ever heard from a horror movie. Well, um, no what, one explains it? it. Help me, help me understand. Any any psychologists out there wanting to uh, delve into my psyche? Please, I don't know. I think I, I started watching horrors from quite a young age. I don't know early teens and maybe i uh, maybe i um what you call it like um desensitized myself <laughs> by accident uh maybe i'm just a robot in disguise as a human maybe i'm an alien here to study you all and i'm trying to figure out what makes you scared i don't i don't know i can't, i i just think maybe it's just that there are many more horrors in the real world and it's just on the screen and i i don't know okay I don't that's know. interesting well it's, like i said maybe we'll have a, a psychologist come in at some point and yeah, psychoanalyze I think, you i think as well when we as we go through these these friday fright night movies i hope to explain a bit about yeah what part of it made me nervous or scared or jump scares like a common technique in horror movies and hopefully, yeah, those sort of things we can sort of discuss and maybe some tease tease more of this out and and maybe the listener will get to understand themselves and why they might be scared about something or not. You know, because I know that, you know, some people are very much never going to watch any ghost-based horror movie because ghosts are something that they're not comfortable with, they're afraid of, whatever it is uh, the reason. Whereas they'll happily sit and watch, say, like the Saw franchise, where it's a deranged person doing horrible things to another to other people, you know? So, I don't know, yeah, I think it, it just depends on each individual person. So, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to have a wander through all of that as well. 
So, so if someone, uh, the, the dear listener, were out there and watched Ma and wanted to give their opinion or their opinion on horror movies generally, uh, where might they contact you? Yes, please do email in uh, to me, sam at com, And uh, you can find that and a lot more information about the podcast and our sister podcasts on our website com as well so yeah i'm happy to hear from 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 yourself your thoughts and feelings about horror movies generally or specifically about ma if you've watched along in the next month yeah wonderful so i look forward to next month uh, me not having seen it because i'm too scared and you telling me all about ma Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over 10 years. Join me and host Danny Smith for St Albans Podcast, a weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. Right, and finally, it is part four, which is films on free-to-air television. These are Sam's picks of films on free-to-air TV. So if I was searching for something to watch tonight, uh, Friday the 25th of June, where do you think I should go, Sam? Well, yeah, I believe um, we're in like a football hiatus right now at the moment. So people might be wondering what to watch before the next round of balls being kicked into goals happens. Yep. So if you've never seen it, watch it. If you've seen it a million times, watch it again. It's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. That is a, a perfect suggestion. Thank you. 9pm ITV4. It's... Not only is it one of the, I mean, it's it's said so often about Terminator 2, it's not only a great sequel, it's a great film in its own right. Yeah, I think and if you've never seen any Terminator, if you've never seen any Terminator franchise, you could start here and you wouldn't be disappointed. I actually believe I did start with Terminator 2. I think it was the first Terminator movie I saw when I was younger. There you go, you're living, breathing... Uh, example then Chris it's yeah it, it, it's fairly easy to catch on I mean yeah if you're going to start with uh, Fast and Furious 9 is a place to go uh, in the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise you might as well start with Terminator 2 Judgment Day yeah and then so, go back to I mean, one and then yep. not see any of the others because they don't exist don't bother yeah just stop at, you know stop at one and two that's yeah. where that's yeah same with the I alien mean, films yeah I mean, what was the one, the most recent one with Sarah Connor back, you know, Terminator together Dark with... Fate. Mm. That had its moments. That was the best one of the. If you yeah, if you're gonna, if you want if you're if you're still hungry after Terminator One and Two, go to Dark Fate. Then that's it. Then that's it. You're sated after that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just. Arnold Schwarzenegger at his most ridiculous, ridiculous robotness, and just yeah, otherwise all round, otherwise excellent acting scenes, like and CGI. The CGI is excellent. Uh, Linda Hamilton is as buff as a person can be. Ugh, my days, yes. <laughs> those those arms. 
<laughs> Those arms, my goodness. Yes. Wonderful way to start off uh, a week on film to, uh, free-to-air TV. Uh, Saturday, 26th of June. So this is actually almost Friday night rolling into oh, okay. Saturday morning. Very early okay. Saturday morning, sure. Yeah, so if you're still buzzed from Terminator 2, <laughs> you're wondering what to do with yourself. If you find yourself still awake at 1.15am, or maybe you set your whatever recording device, uh, you can tune into great movies and watch the movie Drive. So I don't know about yourself, Chris. Great movies was um, a relatively new sounding channel to make to to me, but I think it's uh, it's channel thirty three on Freeview, and okay. it's one of these channels that has like bounced back and forth with different names. I think it was Sony Movies at one point. I think it was you know it was it's what it's one of these ones that has basically just been a movie channel and it keeps changing its name like every five minutes. Anyway, I just in case people were like, oh, that's really obscure. I don't, I don't think it is. It probably has been that for ages anyway and people are like yeah we know whatever well I'm, I'm just looking up yeah it was sony movies until literally just 25th of may it changed there we go so it's not that un- it's not that unusual that people might not have heard of great movies yeah but obviously it's doing its best to live up to that because it actually styles itself as a capital the whole word is in capital and there's an exclamation mark it's true. Uh, for the word great so they're really uh, so going the for word, it. yeah so we've got Drive, which is a Ryan Gosling movie. Yes. He is a stuntman who does car stunts, um, but he moonlights slash does probably during the day at some point as well as <laughs> a um, like a getaway driver for people doing crimes. And he yes. gets all mixed up in that stuff. And blimey, it's a, it's a, it's a ride, as it were. <laughs> it's, it's one of those um, movies that's quite... I mean, especially with the name like Drive, it's about a getaway driver. You think it's going to be all action, all action, but it's not. It's For large parts of it, it's quite sort of sedate and quiet and it's sort of, it builds up to its bits. But then when it really goes for it, it really goes for it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, very different to the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, not that I've seen Fast and Furious, I wouldn't know, but from what I... No, from the zeitgeist of Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. Yes. So, a great pick on great movies. Indeed. Um, and for those of you who might have missed it, because Alex uh, last week recommended it also, I just thought I'd put it in there uh, in case you had missed it and wanted to see it if you're awake at such a time. <laughs> so let's move to Sunday, the 27th of June. Uh, we have another great movie on great movies. At 9pm, you can watch Panic Room. Wonderful. This is Jodie Foster at her always greatness, mm-hmm. um, because you can't say she's never great because she's always great. And it's about herself and her daughter. And they have a panic room within their within their home. And they some people break in. And so they end up using the panic room and... Then they're sort of facing off with the intruders and help me out, Chris. <laughs> so they, I feel like I've run out of things to say without spoiling it. So they, they, they've just moved into this house, haven't they? Her and her daughter. Mm. And these guys break in thinking that there's no one there because it's been empty for so long. And yeah, they sort of get into this this tense confrontation, with like, but over the, you know, they're in, trapped in the panic room and they're trying to get these guys to leave. Mm. Um, but can they do so without you know without leaving the room itself? Will the guys be able to get into the room? 
it's it's David Fincher, uh, who's well known for uh, The Social Network, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, uh, Fight Club, Seven. It, it's got David Fincher films sort of written all over it. Uh, it's very stylish. And like you say, Jodie Foster's great. Uh, it's got Kristen Stewart as his daughter, um, Forrest Whitaker, oh. Jared Leto. Did you, did you not know? Haven't watched it for so long that I hadn't thought about it to realise that it was um, Kristen Stewart. But yes, yeah. okay. Obviously quite an early role for her. I don't know mm. how, how early in her uh, film career that came. Well, it was Panic her Room, I want to say... Okay, there you go. I was going to say Panic Room's like, what, 2011? Uh, what? Panic Room's When's 2011, Panic did you say? When, did, when was it? 2002. Oh, two. Oh, I'm thinking... Okay, I was thinking it's 20. 20- Oh one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Cut that bit. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Panic Room, nine pm. Great movies on Sunday, the twenty seventh of June. Moving on to Monday, if you are kicking about the house for whatever reason, or again set your recording for a fabulous B C D E F movie. I don't even know where this comes on the alphabet. Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus on the Horror Channel. It, this, yeah, it's oh. one of those so bad it's good. Is it? I don't know, but <laughs> it. But we might find out. Yeah, I think it's one of those where it, it sparked. I, th- I think it might have actually been this movie that sparked that whole massive genre, like subgenre of movies of giant animals versus giant animal, or just giant animal versus humans, or. Uh, yeah if, so if you, if you type if you start typing mega shark versus into mm-hmm. wikipedia you get mega shark versus giant octopus you then get mega shark versus crocosaurus mega shark versus mecha shark and mega shark versus colossus well i'll tell you this for free chris i didn't put it in but mega shark versus crocosaurus is also on in the week at some point <laughs> and we can skip straight to tuesday um again if you're kicking about at 11 a.m um, on Tuesday, the 29th of June. You can also watch Megaconda, which oh, I'm assuming is a giant snake-based film. That's what the name suggests, yeah. Yeah, not of, of course, the Mega Shark versus series. Um, no. But possibly a sequel to Anaconda? Probably not, though. But yeah, this is this is also on the Horror Channel. So I'm guessing they're just running, you know, this list of films at the moment. Yeah. Um, and if, if you haven't seen them and you just want something kind of fun and ridiculous and not, you know, you know, you could just be doing something entirely, something else entirely at the same time, but you could still get that, the vibe of what the heck's going on. Sure. Okay. Wednesday, 30th of June, 9pm. Perhaps you're wanting to avoid football or you don't care about, you just want to watch something on the TV. Paranormal Activity, as I say, 9pm, Horror Channel again. See, people are going to have, listener, you're going to have to come and listen to this specific episode, fourth Friday of the month. I'll be talking to you about horrors. Yes. I feel like a lot of the other presenters probably won't necessarily pick horrors because it's not necessarily their interest. I certainly won't be. Yeah, I mean, don't go to Chris for horror no. recommendation. Nope, nope, nope. I've but seen some. You, you but... have seen some. You have seen some. But basic, you know, half my options here are from the Horror Channel. So yeah. Paranormal Activity, I think it was one of those moments in horror genre sort of history now where 
things were getting a bit tired in horror a little bit, especially with like ghosts and ghouls and stuff. And of course we had, you know, uh, poltergeist and, and things like that, where it's looking at hauntings of the house, but this is sort of a found footage because you're watching it from the perspective of not CCTV, but people have set up a video camera in their room because they think something odd is going on in the house and you only see the activity through that lens. And so mm. this was sort of one of it, one of it, the original ones of those in that respect, I guess. So yeah, the, the fact that the first what, one is on because that has spawned, oh, there that are has so spawned many quite a few. Yeah, exactly. There are so many sequels now, but obviously this was 2007, something like that. It was 2007. See, I, I know I know some dates. <laughs> you, know, you know some of them. Well, but Chris, sorry, you were going to say something. Yeah, this this was one of those movies, much in the same way as the Blair Witch Project, where mm. it was made mm-hmm. for a relative pittance and then made so much money. It's one of the most successful movies of all time, based on how much it actually cost to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the figure I found is that the actual production itself cost fifteen thousand dollars. And then Nothing. they they used another uh, $215,000 on post-production. So not even a quarter of a million dollars. And at the box office, it made $193 million. So, I mean, not to be sniffed at. No. So no wonder it, um, it has spawned many sequels. I think as well, it plays into so many people's fears, obviously being a horror movie, mm-hmm. of... You know, your personal space being invaded by something you don't understand, can't see, can't touch, but it can touch and see you. So that makes it instantly easy, easy cash money coming back because Mm. people who want to be scared in that respect and maybe some that don't who get dragged along to watch said (laughs) horror are going to go back to that kind of thing again and again. And hence the sequel, the sequel, the sequel. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't seen it and you are a horror fan or not, then I recommend that as a as somewhere to start. Well, the the I've just looked up the seventh sequel. Well, Paranormal Activity Seven is due out next year. So there you go. So it's it's kicking along. And finally, we have on Thursday, the first of July. Can you believe it? July. We have Moon at nine p.m. on Great Movies. So Moon is a sci-fi drama <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i suppose it's not really an action but it is nope. definitely sci-fi it consists of basically like two entities uh one of which is a robot um and one of which is a human uh with sam rockwell as the the main character and he is tasked with running a moon base and mining yeah. the moon and uh, mining the moon for resources and essentially running this whole place. Uh, but then stuff gets kind of odd and he finds out bizarre things, And but it's very, very good and mm. uh, it's, definitely it's worth excellent. worth a watch. I don't know if you had anything to add about moon. I did not, except that, I mean, cause as you say, there's, it, there's so few characters in it mm. that movies like that often sort of live and die on the strengths of the actor involved and because Sam Rockwell's so engaging and watchable, he really, you don't need lots of other characters. It's perfect. Just, just him. He's great. Absolutely. 
yeah, I highly recommend uh, if it's it, it's got to be one of those that if you haven't already seen it, it must be on your list. So here's your opportunity. Tune in Thursday, 1st of July at 9 p.m. on Great Movies. Wonderful. That's a, a quality and I mean, I'm using the word loosely when it comes to Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus and Mega Conda. <laughs> we haven't seen them yet. But generally, that's a quality uh, week of movies you pick there. The strength of some of them, I think, would more than make up for the weakness in uh, Megaconda. I feel that's a fair fair uh, summation, yes. So, uh, I mean, we've, we've come to the end of the podcast. Uh, you will hear us again uh, in a slightly different combination. Sam asking the questions uh, in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, thank you very much, uh, dear listener, for, for downloading this podcast. Uh, and make sure you listen next week uh, when Howard Linsky will be in the uh, in the hot seat along with Danny Smith see you soon